I even trimmed my beard just for you today, my guy. This will oh, look good. Dude, seriously, yeah, look I mean, good. I used my Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 about a few days ago, so. Am I hearing a sponsorship? I hope so, man. That thing's fucking awesome. Dude, I kind of I kind of want to buy one, not going to lie. Because the one I have is like, does the job good, but, oh, dude, you know. Do the, the bundle to where it's like. Where it's like ninety dollars, but you get you get the lawnmower, you get the the boxer briefs that are like the most comfortable ones I have. Um, the ball deodorant, and then there's like a ball cool. spray for like oh. it's kind of like a cologne for like like uh, less chafing or something like that. That yeah, um, and then if like you you, you just want to go on the go and you yeah. you, just, you feel like you're you're refreshing enough, you yeah. just do the little tss, and then you're good. Nice Not ninety bad. bucks, dude. So worth it obviously so no cuts on it too uh, when you're when you're shaving oh my god oh my god bro manscape the, the official the official lawnmower of the Bubba <laughs> sports podcast it's the boy Bubba. let's come in through ella clutch flawless can't be touch it's your boy Welcome back, Bubba Bunch, to another edition of the Bubble Let's Sports Podcast. I promised you guys this episode after the amazing news that came out yesterday. And we're joined by Kevin once again, our NFL expert, according to the Bubba Bunch, along with the other expert, myself. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I like I like to have that title. I take hey, it. Hey, there you go, man. Hey, you take it as is. You know, esports legend as well, Kevin. Thank you. you know, yes. Cryptic on on uh, Twitter. And on Twitter, on that's right. Instagram. Yes. And a future future host of a esports podcast. Yes, I have to. Also, another big. I, I guess I want to make a shout out. Another huge shout out to Gilbert our boy Gilbert for yes. allowing me to use his webcam for so long because my lazy ass hasn't bought a webcam yet, but that'll change soon this week. It will change soon this week. So if anything, my appearances have been all based on him. So big shout go. out. We, we, <laughs> we appreciate him on this podcast. Yes. Yes, we do. Strong com- or uh, strong member of the bubble bunch for sure. Oh, big strong member. Yes. yes. Today. It's a very special day. It Patrick, is Patty really Mahomes, is. daddy himself from from Texas Tech, mm-hmm. close to home here in the DFW area. Yeah. Man got paid. Oh, paid isn't even. My man got generational money. We'll leave it at that. Because he's like Scrooge McDuckin. He's Scrooge <laughs> McDuckin. Like he is swimming in dollar bills. Dude, he, man, just well, I, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. But yeah, we'll definitely get into it. Yeah. Um, so ultimately he signs the most lucrative deal in NFL mm-hmm. history and in sports history for sure. And yeah. one of the, the longest term contract we've ever seen in the NFL, an yeah. extension, which now includes 12 years and it could be, it could be, and that's very important. It could be, could be a, a yeah. total of over $502 million, half a billion dollars. <sighs> Can you imagine half a billion dollars, like potential half a billion dollars if you, oh man, Here's it's crazy. the thing it's though, crazy. like I thought about this last night when I was just like thinking about the numbers because it's that big of a deal, mm-hmm. is that he's he's going to get close to that. He's going to get close to a half a billion oh, yeah. dollars yeah. in just that deal. Think about how much money he gets from endorsement deals now. Oh my God. Like yeah. I think he signed with Nike. 
Either it's Nike or Adidas. I, I think so, yeah. Well, I it might be Adidas because Adidas has recently been stacking up quarterbacks like Dak Prescott. I think they were I think uh, I think they were uh I think they were talking like Jared Goff as well. I, I I don't remember for sure, but yeah, it might be Adidas or Nike. I mean like I know he's with State Farm because he does the mm-hmm. commercials with Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. that's millions of dollars right there. Oh like, for straight sure. Straight up. And then um I'm I'm looking up endorsements. Let me see here. Yeah. Because I mean, like, because that was a good example. Because you know, like Dak Prescott, like, hasn't like gotten his full contract yet. But I think, like, I think it came out last year that he's making well over like two hundred million dollars just off of endorsements. Oh yeah, I mean, Dak's. Yeah. I mean, he's getting that that fucking what is it that yo play yogurt money? Yo play money that oh oh that uh what what is it uh Bonnie uh, or whatever or Greek yogurt? I don't know. No, no the, the the mattress one. What is it like? Ma- mattress. Tempur-Pedic? Tempur-Pedic is it Tempur-Pedic? I sure, think so. why not? That's the only one. Something that like that, fun. yeah. Tempur-Pedic, and then Adidas as well. Like he's getting yeah. mad money. Patty's with Adidas. He signed in twenty seventeen. Oh, so okay, so he did go Adidas. Yeah. Okay, he's nice. also with yeah. uh, Oakley, State Farm, Direct TV. Oh, Oakley, that's right. Um, Essentia Water. Oh. Oh. Not I, bad. There's gotta be at least five hundred mil in that. Oh, for sure, it absolutely. Yeah. So this man is worth a billion dollars. Yeah. At for least. Sure. But, yeah. okay, so here's where we get into the contract details because we were talking about this right before um, yeah. we started this podcast. Because we, when you look at the numbers, when you look at this contract and you're saying this is going to blow the Chiefs out of competition, like, mm-hmm. they're not going to have a team. They're literally just going to have Patrick Mahomes on the field, and that's it. Like, Andy Reid, just do your work with Patrick Mahomes. He could yeah. probably do it because it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> when you talk about this contract, it, this is one of those contracts when you look at it, even if you don't know anything about it or you do and you look at the numbers and how it's broken down, either way, I think every fan, every person that has watched Patrick Mahomes play will say that is worth that contract. That man yeah. is mm-hmm. definitely worth that contract. For for months and for close to a year now, we've been talking about this on this podcast. I've been talking to you about this because we've had so many guys that are they worth that contract? Dak yeah. is obviously that first one that comes to mind, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But – like when when it comes down to it, Patrick Mahomes was kind of the standard. Is that when that man gets paid, everybody else is fucked. Every yeah. other team has to get that type of number or close to that number if they want a franchise quarterback because that is the standard. You know yeah. that that is that is the ceiling, and everyone else is trying to get to that ceiling. Yeah, and you know, so I read this article specifically yesterday too. I think it was Adam Schefter talking about it or something like that. He was saying, you know, like so now that Patrick Mahomes is the bar, forty-five million dollars guaranteed a year, basically, right? And I think he made he even made a joke. He was all like, "Well, now that forty million for Dak is possible, you know." And now, granted, do I think he were he's worth forty million? That's debatable, debatable, but. In general, like other people, like for example, like Russell Wilson, he's worth forty million a year, in yeah. my opinion. Russell Wilson is, is way worth that forty million a year. Deshaun Watson, uh, I feel bad for him. He's on a horrific, a terrible team. situation. Terrible situation. But he he would deserve that money for me. He would deserve that money. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, when his rookie contract is up in like what two years as well, if I believe. Yes. Yeah, in two years. If he if he continues playing like he did this year, oh, absolutely, he's worth forty million dollars. So now, I wouldn't say that. Well, I guess I could say that, like you know, this deal kind of destroyed the market 
but eventually it was going to get to that point. It was just like, I think how you said it yesterday, it was like a matter of time. Like when was it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. you, you got to think about it. He's still that extension and that contract that really blows like everybody's mind. Doesn't start for another two years next year. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he only takes a $5 million cap hit in this following season. Yeah. And he's what going to make a base salary of less than a million dollars next year. Yeah, it's a eight hundred and twenty-five thousand base salary. But at the same time, for just signing this contract, he's getting over sixty-three million dollars. Yeah. In, in guaranteed money, yeah. that doesn't make sense. So this whole contract, this is the reason why we keep saying like, "Oh, this guy deserves this money. This guy maybe not. This guy yes." Right now, like the whole conversation about Deshaun, about Dak, about Lamar. It was, this was pre-Patrick Mahomes era, like, big mm-hmm. contract. We had oh, another yeah. two years, in my opinion, before we could say, oh, okay, until Patrick Mahomes makes that money, that's when other quarterbacks will make that money. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of, it's still broken at this point, as far as the market. But at least there was some, like, salvage of, of Dak not getting $40 million. Like, he was getting $35 million, and that's what the Cowboys offered to him. But yeah. now, when it's just... You know, it's just out there. Whereas, like, Patrick Mahomes will make this amount of money. He's making $45 million average a year just in the base salary. Now everybody else is going to be like, well, I mean, we're just going to start going to that trend anymore. Because no one's going to want to just get on a team and get a base salary of $20 million, $25 million. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when we're talking about franchise quarterbacks. I mean, like, you know, if if we end up signing Dak in what? The next, what's today? July 7th? In the next eight days, I think it was July 15th, right? Or something like that? July, yeah, July 15th. So if we end up signing Dak in the next eight days, which, you know, from the way it's looking, I don't think it's going to happen. But if for some whatever reason there's a miracle on this earth that it does happen, you know, I I wouldn't, I would honestly would not be surprised if we see $35 million, if we see $36 million. Let's say Russell Wilson gets signed next year. I would not be surprised. Like I said, if I see 40, $41 million, because and in, in my opinion, Russell Wilson, he is the Seahawks. Like, that's yeah, just my they, they wouldn't be who they are without him. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, same thing. I just, I just think that now everything's going to flip on its head depending when it comes to quarterbacks. Now, who, who is, who is it going to be the next couple of years besides those four that we just named? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Joe turns around Cincinnati. Maybe Tua turns around Miami. Who knows? But. This is, this is like, like you, you always hear the term like inflation in mm-hmm. like the NFL when it comes to quarterback market. This is inflation beyond like anything we would have ever suspected because 45 million a year, 503 million like incentivized and possibly if he does everything right, which I mean, by his talent, he probably can get those 500 million. It's insane. I don't, yeah. I, I'm just the next contract. I don't think it could get any, well, it probably can, but you know, I don't know if it could get any bigger than that in the next couple of years. It's gotta be, it's so hard because Patrick Mahomes is such a generational talent. Like yeah. he is probably the most athletic and most talented quarterback that I've ever seen. Not to say he's oh, the greatest quarterback none. I've ever seen, but of course. the way that it's going at what, 24 years old, and him coming out after the Super Bowl and saying, I barely learned how to read coverages this year. 
So he's just yeah. based on instinct and based on what he's learned since he started playing football. And it's all just amazing to watch. And yet he doesn't yeah. know how to play the game of football. Like he doesn't know the, the X's and O's yet. I bet he does well, like in general, but like s- small little things that like Tom Brady knows now that Aaron Rodgers knows now Drew Brees, like he's still not yet there, which yeah. is ridiculous. So with a, with a generational talent like him, this is where we get into the conversation of like how this contract makes a lot of sense. And oh, how, it, it makes so much sense. Now, now that we understand it, it makes so much sense. It makes sense. a whole lot of sense, especially with the word you just said, inflation. Like right now, if we look at the window that the Chiefs have to win a Super Bowl, it's mm-hmm. like, let's say for another three, four, five years. And until like year three of this extension, that's when you start to get the hit uh, mm-hmm. of Patrick Mahomes' contract. Even then, it's not as tough as it will be down the road in the late 20s. Oh, you know, not even in this close. Decade. Because yeah. that's when it's really going to impact the Chiefs a lot. But by then, I think they'll have a good understanding of what they need to do with the contract, restructuring other contracts. But inflation, mm-hmm. we're talking about a growing business of the NFL that just like boosted up that salary cap based on the player's agreement. So yeah. why not in you know five, six, seven years, we see the – the uh, the NFL grow in revenue even more to where now it's a, a worldwide sport, and by then mm-hmm. they're making ten times what they're making now, and by then the Patrick Mahomes deal looks normal like how it does today for like a Jared Goff deal. Yeah, and you know also like this deal like I, I we were talking about this before like this deal like in, like the the language of the deal makes it seem like like you were saying earlier that the Chiefs are messed up, but like, you know, if you actually look at the details, like, for example, like 2020, like this year, 2020 and 2021, he's still going to be under a million dollars in base salary. Yeah. So, you know, if the Chiefs continue this run like they did last year, that's potentially two more Super Bowls right there. You know? Yeah. But with, with the poten- roster they have now, definitely. Yeah. Potentially is the biggest keyword. I'm going to leave it at that for the rest of the podcast because, you know, obviously we don't see the future. So, but still, 20 to 2020 and 2021 is under a million. Now, 2022 is when he finally reaches over a million dollars in base salary, but it's like it's like by 500,000. So he has 1.5 million in his base salary. He has uh, a $2 million signing bonus and then a 27.4 million roster bonus. That's still not a lot. $31 million in the cap hit, they can still have a good amount of money to, you know, either, you know, free agency or like, structure some other contracts to buy uh, to, you know, like maybe like we were talking about earlier, maybe put Tyreek Hill under another contract, maybe put Travis Kelsey under another contract. If, uh, if Edwards uh, Elaire ends up being a good pick, maybe they can sign him in the next three to four years when his contract is over. The, 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 the play, you could keep talking about players. It, the, the point is that they still have a good, like we, we were saying up until like 2026 is like the last year where like, it's it's gonna be a hit but not a huge hit so they basically have what a total of seven years a seven-year window where they can still add players you know restructure contracts get new contract extensions win super bowls become a dynasty you know just become like basically i mean dare i say it become the next patriots but better i guess because i don't know i feel like 
I feel like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick always made the players around them better. This team has talent in general. Yeah. They have talent in general. So it's a different way of looking at a dynasty. If you want to call that right now with just one Super Bowl, but it's the potential of that dynasty. It's a, yeah, it's all, it's all potential we're talking about right now. We're so used to the fact that the Patriots have built a dynasty on the fact that they've restructured every contract and said, we're not going to give you the max Tom Brady. You are the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen and possibly Mm -hmm. of all time, but you only make, you make less than what a backup quarterback in New York makes. Yeah. But it works because we, we just put all the things around you that make you better. Like, mm-hmm. we, we give you Julian Elliman. We'll give you Randy Moss one year, but still make it on a good contract. We'll give you the best defense in the NFL. As long as you do your job, we're going to be fine. Like, this yeah. is just not a, a place where you're going to make your money. You can do that elsewhere, but we're here to win Super Bowls. And I feel like now we're transitioning to, into a more type of lucrative and more player-friendly type of organization in the Chiefs to where you're going to get your money, but you better damn well earn it. Because yeah. right now, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has earned it. That dude is balling out. So oh, we're yeah. going to pay him. Mm-hmm. And to have that that security and safety, even though he's had a few injuries that, that could be you know, pretty devastating, like the, the knee, like dislocated knee, the wrist injuries that he had in college, like you still have that safety of a franchise quarterback at the elite mm-hmm. level for 12 years, 12 years, man, 12 years, but, but for the chiefs to be so smart about it and say, look, man, we're going to guarantee you this amount of money. Like the, the closest contract we've gotten to guarantee money is 108, 110 with Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. We're going to give you over $162 million guaranteed as long as you're healthy. Like yeah. as long mm-hmm. as there's barring no injury, like you understand that, like if you get injured, it's a business. The business at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah. But we're still going to give you that amount of money. And it's a huge jump percentage-wise from what we've seen in the past. So it's a win-win. Like, either way, of course you're going to take a salary hit cap. Like, Oh, like, you have to. Yeah. You're going to do there's, it. This there's is, no going around it. This is the mm-hmm. NFL nowadays. Like, you can't be cheap when it comes to this. And, like, with other teams that are scared to, to spend that money, to, to go with that investment, well, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why you're not you're not balling out. Not the reason yeah, why you're like exactly you're making it far into the playoffs because you're not taking those chances, man. And, yeah. and for the Chiefs to take these chances, it's all it's it's what Andy Reid is all about. He takes these chances. So when you have this organization that is just well ran, like the way that the Chiefs are, and they have an understanding of like, look, you got to understand where we're coming from. Put yourself in our shoes, and I'll put in yours because you're gonna make money no matter what. But we got to be smart about it. For 12 years, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and also like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Besides that injury you were talking about, is Patrick Mahomes even a risk? Look at him. He's not. He's a god. My man is a god. If anything, he's probably the safest thing we've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, I mean, you name someone better than him right now. You can't. You just can't. can't. I mean. You know, if you if you want to make an argument for Lamar, Lamar's dynamic. Lamar he's is great. It, he's in his own tier because but, he has so much to work on. He has yeah. so much to to improve on. While Patrick Mahomes is like, you know what you're getting. You know yeah. for a fact that he can throw 80 yards down the field or he can run 80 yards down the field. He's he, his talent is just it's 
it's from another world, dude. Like, it's insane. Like, like I said, like you can make an argument for Lamar, say that he's dynamic, say that he has such an upside when it comes to potential. But you just look at Patrick Mahomes and my man, ask, ask him to do something and he'll do it without even like straining himself. It, it's insane. He's so good. He's so talented. He deserves everything that's coming to him. I mean, I, I, yes. Somebody, somebody that says, you know, uh, that like that guy that you were arguing with on Twitter yesterday. I don't, I don't understand people like that. People that are trying to make an argument that this, this contract is fool worthy and this, it's, uh, you know, like it's risky because of Mahomes. Like I said, besides the injury, please, please tell me why you think that because you're wrong. I, I don't. I don't see how you can say that Patrick Mahomes is not worth this much money and that he's a risk, quote unquote. Especially with the amount of of risk taking and the amount of failures that have happened in the draft by taking oh a God. first round quarterback. Yeah. There mm-hmm. are more than plenty of failures rather than successes in round mm-hmm. one. Patrick Mahomes is one of them. Patrick Mahomes is a guarantee. Like, yes, he was the perfect pick. Deshaun Watson in the same draft. Like, mm. that was a guarantee. But you can look at Mitch Trubisky that came up before Ugh. those guys. Who? He was, he was drafted before them. You look at guys like Josh Allen, Sam Darnold. I'm not saying they're a bust, but in my opinion, they are never going to be at a level close to Patrick Mahomes, even oh, though even. they're around never. the same tier as far as when they were drafted or around mm-hmm. the same time. So yeah. to, to guarantee that you will have a quarterback of that caliber for 12 years and maybe have him for, for Andy Reid for another 12 years, like you're going to have a good time in Kansas City. You're going to make oh, the money sure. there. You're going to mm-hmm. have a blast. You're going to enjoy watching them. And you're going to have the potential of seeing a Hall of Fame quarterback potentially for the next 12 years in one uniform. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. It's, it's just the, the, the cautiousness and the, like, kind of the fear of people saying that's a lot of money to invest in one player. But there's just no guarantee that you will go into the draft next year and look at Trevor Lawrence, look at – I don't know, like another Tua, like his brother that's going to be in college this year. Like you can't mm-hmm. guarantee that. Like you can't just say like, oh yeah, for sure, that's a, that's going to be our guy for the next ten years. Not every yeah. team can have that 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 um that win that success. That's why we that's why we've been using the word and like everybody is using the word like just it's it's uh it's a generational thing like. You know, like when you think of Patrick Mahomes, who was the Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes? Brett Favre. Brett Favre back in the day was considered, you know, probably the best quarterback like to ever, you know, play the game because, you know, he was just so talented. He was amazing. You know, uh, obviously I understand that, you know, you know, Tom Brady has the actual, you know, accolades to prove that he has been the best quarterback for a long time. But, but talent wise, if you were to put Brett Favre and Tom Brady together, I mean, Brett Favre is, is the more athletic guy. Exactly. That's the whole my, difference. My point. Is that Brett Favre was a gunslinger, and that's what I see in Patrick Mahomes. That Everybody man does. Just just does anything he wants. He and it, and it happens. Passing. It happens. Yeah. It's, it's just built for him. Like he's his the game is built around him. This is his league, and yes. there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Just because he can run it however way he wants. He's a Madden cheat code. That's what he is. <laughs> he that's, really that's is. That's what he is. He broke the Madden curse. 
Like, yeah. Like, he he beat the curse. Like, no <sighs> player can really do that. Yeah. So, oh, man. Like, I, you, can, you can throw all this money around and say, like, oh, that's a bad deal. Like, that's way too much money. I'm seeing until 2027 to where that argument is valid. And I think by then, they'll figure it out. The NFL will have way more money to give to, to the oh, salary yeah. cap. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, 59, $59 million, close to $60 million in a cap hit for Mahomes in 2027. Look, by then, if you have two or three more Super Bowls, I don't give a shit what the fuck you do. I don't care how much you pay him. I'd rather have that happen than to go another 20 years as a Cowboys fan, as a Chiefs fan, whatever fan you are of a team, and say we haven't won a Super Bowl because we just never took that chance we let that player go. So now I guess this is where we start talking about, you know, all the implications of what this is going to do bring up with jesus so, christ man well like the fucking incentive that i think the only incentive that we have, really have to talk about is to get him to that five oh that's right million yeah, yeah, yeah. before we get into that because i know that's where you were going yeah but the, like the last thing we'll talk about with patch mahomes because we think it's worth it we think it's a good deal and Absolutely. it makes sense it's spread out to a to a t to where it makes sense and it's going to be a hit but at this point you just got to take it but if if Patrick Mahomes wants to make over half a billion dollars in this contract, he needs to, for the next decade, for the next <laughs> decade, he needs to be the MVP every year because mm-hmm. he'll gain like another million and a quarter. What, what, yeah, 1.30 or something like that? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. He has to win MVP every year and he needs to get them to the Super Bowl. He doesn't have to win, he just has to just get, get them, them to there. the Super Bowl for a full decade. I mean, that window we were talking about earlier of up to like 2026 half with 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 the talent that they have right now, if they keep the talent, I mean, I mean, if they're smart enough to make a deal like this, I'm sure I'm very, very sure they're capable enough to make very smart deals with all their players. Um, hey, man, <laughs> at least I, I, think I could at, see it happening. at least half of that guarantee could really happen. I, I, I could see it happening, dude. In the next seven years, I could really see the Chiefs winning three, four Super Bowls. I mean... I wouldn't go that far. Three, four... Well, four is a little stretching it. Three, I could still see it. I see, I, I, I get I your see point. two. Like, I'm confident in two. I could see three. I could see I could three. See three. Yeah. Four, and, four might be a stretching. I do agree with you a little bit. But those two, three, I could see it. And, I could see it. And this is, a, this is another point that I forgot to mention is that we get really excited on just, like, watching Patrick Mahomes and mm-hmm. and seeing him play at that yeah. caliber and seeing him the day after he signs his contract oh, at yeah. 7 a.m. working out at a training facility. And they ask him, like, well, you're paid, right? Like, like what are you going to do now? He's like, I still got rings to, to win. Like, the job's not done. Like, that mentality is fun. That menta- mm-hmm. He's so mature for, for sounding like a guy that sounds like Kermit the Frog. Like, the man has a baby face. But he's, he's, oh, no. he literally took that locker room and said, this is my locker room. But he didn't he, do it in yeah. a very, like, selfish way. Like, he's humble. He's a natural-born leader. So my thing on this is that, yes, they're going to take a lot of cap hits over the next decade. But if I'm a player, if I'm a, if I'm a Tyree Kill, I'm a Travis Kelsey, or I'm an up-and-coming guy from college, and in five years I'm balling out, I could be one of the best wide receivers in the game. 
I'd rather take less money to play with one of the best quarterbacks that I will ever play with and ever see in my lifetime. I'd rather catch touchdowns from him than make my money elsewhere. I will be willing to to go to the minimum so I can work with him because that's yeah. how good Patrick Mahomes is. You, you know, you, you you made a good point that and it reminded me something that I, I remember uh, Stephen A. Smith was the one that said it. I think like, I think it was the year it was like Patrick Mahomes rookie year, you know, when like he actually got on the field and became the starting quarterback. Yes. But it was the second it's ben year. Ben Simmons year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude. I, I remember, I remember it was like already a couple games in and he was already just like, he was balling. Like the NFL was like, it like he put the NFL on notice. Like I'm here. This is my league. Like I'm showing you what I got. And I remember I was watching an episode of first take right before one of my uh, a class I had. And uh, I remember Stephen A. Smith saying that he 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 was talking to multiple Chiefs players, uh, you know, in the like just like on on the side, and that was Alex Smith's last year as a Chief, when he was still on the bench, and he, I remember Stephen A. Smith saying that he spoke to multiple players on the Chiefs roster that were saying that this kid is something else, like there like he has something in him, like in the locker room on the practice field, like they those players already saw something in him that no one else could see because he obviously wasn't playing you know Mm -hmm. but like just like just think of the magnitude of that how good does it feel to know that you know these like veterans and these like extremely talented because the Chiefs were still good even before Patrick Mahomes stepped on the field I I I think I think a lot of people uh over um what's what's the correct term uh they, they overlooked they overlooked yeah. alex smith i thought he did great with the chiefs but that's good he was but, yeah good. i think but, it, but it had a lot to do with andy reed andy reed as well yeah. i mean he's the, he's a quarterback whisperer what do you expect yeah but uh but that's besides the point uh my, my point is that you know just imagine how good of a feeling you get that when you got like your veteran players and your extremely talented players already telling you hey coach that kid you drafted last year there's something with this kid mm-hmm. there's something special like I mean, yeah, I remember like you saying that right now, kind of just like brought it back to my memory. And it's I mean, so contagious, right? It, it's insane. It just makes you yeah. feel good about where you are as a football team to where yeah. you know you have a guy that leads that team and he's he's going to die for you and he'll do mm-hmm. anything to make that team win. Think about how, how much different it would have been in that game against the Houston Texans in the AFC Divisional Round mm-hmm. and down 24-0 at home. Literally before the half, and saying it was it was the first quarter. Yeah, it was like first, uh, the first quarter, and then mm-hmm. like they went into the second quarter, still down twenty four nothing, and and thinking to yourself like this, like we we're out of it, like we're we're done. If you're a a, a you know, football team that is just kind of used to to just getting down on yourself or not feeling like you have a contagious type of feeling in that locker room, mm-hmm. it's so easy to be like, look, it's just not our day. Like we can try to come back, but by then, yeah, it, it's just it's it's too far. And it's it's too late to come back, but for yeah. them to not only come back but to do it before the fucking half, to literally just switch it and just say, no, nah, no, nah, we got Patrick Mahomes, we're fine. Like we're we're gonna yeah. be fine. It, like, it, Patrick Patrick Mahomes is now becoming that like, oh, you never you never bet on Tom Brady ever. Now he now it's him. Like you never bet on Patrick Mahomes ever, ever. You never bet on him. I mean, like that's a perfect example. You go from down twenty four nothing. And you outscore them, fifty-one to seven. 
the yeah. rest of the game. They ran out of fireworks. How? How do you? Oh, dude. They ran I, out of pyro. Oh man, I, like I've I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Another reason why Bill O'Brien should not be the okay. I'm I'm gonna stop. Oh, I'm God, talking about don't, him. Jesus don't, Christ. Don't. Anyway, we all know. We all anyway, know. anyway, but still. If you know, you know. It, it's it's Patrick Mahomes, dude. Like I, I don't know. Just please, someone argue with us because you're are, wrong. We are. You're wrong. All over him right now. I you're mean, wrong, like, dude. Like we're we're uh, we're getting physical with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. We might but, as well. I mean, we might as well kiss him. I I would. Wouldn't you? Oh, I mean, he's he's a handsome man. He's a, he's he's a handsome guy. Yeah. So it's curls. It's that curl in his hair. Like whenever whenever you see him, you're just like, hmm, yeah. I, you know what? You know what? Too Patrick Mahomes is a guy. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'd have a beer with Patrick Mahomes. Like he's he, he sounds like a really cool guy to hang out with. But if he starts putting ketchup on steak, I don't know about that one. So, oh, I mean, yeah, you got to question it at that point. I, I I don't know about that one. Yeah. But but oh. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, if he's paying for your dinner. I mean, he would. He, he would. You he know, would. he would. You know, he I mean, would. he can. I mean, I, I, think, I think it was who was I think it was like LeBron James like tweeted at me was all like, hey man, let me borrow five bucks or something like that. Like, Patrick Mahomes would be the guy. It's like here, here, LeBron. Here's five thousand, just cause. Yeah, bro, he uses like, five dollars for fucking toilet paper. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just a cool dude, and, and I think yeah. he's one of those guys. It's. You can be all negative as you want, which I've seen on Twitter and I've seen on multiple platforms, but it's it's nice to give them positive vibes and just be like, that man deserves that money. Do, do, do you want to talk about uh, the the king of receiving negativity now? Ah, yes. Uh, Dak Prescott. Yes, yes because him. This, I actually, you know what? I feel like I feel like there's there was more discussion about Dak's contract than there was about Patrick Mahomes' contract. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? Isn't it, it funny how everything always lands? I and mean, I, obviously, yes, it does really affect Pat, uh, or Dak Prescott's contract because our whole conversation, and I've said this multiple times, you've said this multiple times, that they need to get that deal done before these other contracts get done. Because mm-hmm. the Patrick Mahomes yep. deal, whenever it comes, it's going to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And guess what? In a matter of weeks of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs negotiating this deal, it took now uh, up to a year for the for the Cowboys and Dak Prescott to try to figure out what the contract is going to be. So, and then now, what that, now that point that I made the last time we had this conversation, now, it, it, now it's even like, it's tenfold now. The, the CBA, the Collective Bargaining Agreement, for people that don't know, it, it's a it's an NFLPA agreement with the NFL that basically raises the salary cap every single year for every single NFL team. Therefore, each base salary of like you know a high profile player or just in general, the base salary is going to go up. Dak Prescott next year, if he does not get signed by the Dallas Cowboys, his base salary has to be thirty eight million dollars. If he did the franchise tag again, if he gets the franchise tag. I mean, might as well just give him forty million. What what what's the two million more? You know, like. So my point that I made the last time we we, we talked about this is now even more you know relevant. You got to do it now. You have to do it now, because frankly, I mean, you're gonna have to restructure a lot of contracts in general on the side of the Cowboys next season if you want to get, you know, more players or extend players, because. If everything works out with, you know, Don Terry Poe, with Gerald McCoy, with, um, with you know, um, 
Ha ha Clint uh, Dix. I'm blanking uh, out Ha Clint Dix. Uh, the, the other uh, lineman that we just uh, signed. Um, from I'm the blanking. draft? Why am I blanking? No, free agency. Or or is it? Well, point being, whatever. Those players, you know, if they continue their monstrous career here in Dallas, why wouldn't you want to resign them, you know, or restructure their contacts to give them more money? I mean, everything is falling in place to where something has to happen in this next week or, man, who the hell knows what's going to happen with Dak Prescott? It's, who knows? I mean, like we, we just talked about it, how it's just like you need to take risk in this league. You need to. And I think as a fan myself, as a Cowboys fan should, who likes Dak Prescott because there should be no hatred toward Dak Prescott at all. Like he reminds me of a young Tony Romo as far as the criticism that he gets the amount of negativity it's, it's, that he gets. It's almost identical. It's almost identical. identical. Just because of the fact that he wears the star on his helmet is the mm-hmm. fact that he's getting this much hatred. But the, the the sheer fact that you're being stingy about this, and the reason why you're being stingy is because of guys like Patrick Mahomes, like Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson, that are going to have these contracts coming up, and they're going to blow it out of the water with these contract money, or, like, or this contract money. It made you say... Look, man, if we can just have you for one more year. Like, like the Chiefs are, are I probably had no fucking, like, argument about, like, look, look, Patrick, we want you as long as possible. Like, and, and we've never seen a contract like this. Yet they found a way in a matter of weeks to be like, look, Patrick, we have two more years on a contract. You're making shit money there. But we know you're making Adidas money, so don't worry about that. But we want yeah. you for another ten years. And in a matter of weeks, Patrick was like, okay. Like, like I, that's that's another reason why Patrick Mahomes is just one in a million, one in a billion type of guy. One and a half billion, I should say, with the contract. But <laughs> nice. then you have Dak Prescott, who you can't, you can't complain, you can't disagree with it. The man wants his money. He has played mm-hmm. four years with the Cowboys and has been the most relevant player reason why they've been successful do not tell me Agreed. that last year would have been an eight and eight season without Dak Prescott they would have been four and 12 five and fucking 11 it doesn't matter they mm. would not have won games without Dak Prescott who was playing at an MVP level we we can all attribute it back to one name and we all know that name let's say it together Brett Ma- no no J- Jason <laughs> nah. Jason Jason Garrett, let's be real. Jason Garrett has wasted Tony Romo's career. Yep. Des Bryant's career. Keep going. Demarcus Ware's career. Ooh, that one hurt. That one hurt. Hit home. And and technically, technically, now that he retired this season, Travis Frederick's career. Oh man, too soon. And and if you want to make it hurt even more, he's already wasted half of Zeke's career. Because, yeah. wait, it's his fourth year now, right? Yes. And he's wasted the offensive line's career. Yes. Uh, Jason wins. Um, Jason wins career Sean as well. Sean Lee's. Sean Lee. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, right. yeah. once he got healthy, yeah. he still had like yes. two or three years. Yes, that's right. Sean um, Lee's career as well. He's wasted. I mean, if, if you want to get super technical, even though he was only there for like three years, he wasted DeMarco Murray's career, his prime, because after he left Dallas, look at him. He didn't do shit. Right, he's a coach but, now. He's fine. 
But well, yeah, he's fine. Boomer but, Schumer. But uh, no, not Boomer Schumer. But still, point being, I just I, I don't understand how. I, I, I just I just don't get it. I'll, I'll never understand the hate. Well, I, oh, we do understand it. It's because he's the Cowboys quarterback. Every Cowboy quarterback is always going to get the hate. And yeah. that's fine. That's what, that, you know, you should expect that when you become the quarterback of the Cowboys. But still, the, the hate is undeserved. Um, the only year that I will give you that I guess a little bit he like deserved was his sophomore slump. But even then, look uh, at the team he had around I, him. I, look I, at the team he had around him. You can't tell it, it's that. Not, it, it's not fair. It's, it's not fair. Like so, there's there's a difference between a sophomore slump for Dak and a sophomore slump for fucking Mitchell Trubisky. There's a huge I don't huge I don't slump I don't, talk, there. I don't talk about him. He's not a quarterback in my eyes. I'm sorry. Like you can't tell me they're the same things as far it's, as it's slumps. a it's it's a good point and but at, at this point why at this point why aren't you paying him? Why aren't you paying him? Well, well, here's my here's my thing. Is that the reason why I love Patrick Mahomes so much is that not only is he athletically gifted, I mean, he's a God-given gift from <laughs> from heaven, and yep. he's got eyes that just make you melt, and it's just amazing, right? I'm going to get a little mm. carried away with that. Um, but he's just – I think the mental toughness of that guy is – is probably the most shocking out of all. Like we know he's a gunslinger and he'll he'll just he wants to have fun. But like he, the way that he led that locker room so fast and gained mm-hmm. the respect of everybody is the same way I feel about Dak Prescott when he came in oh, as a rookie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially in a harder situation when you have Tony Romo that has been the face of that franchise for close to a decade mm-hmm. and now is taken away immediately because he just couldn't stay healthy. And now Dak even after the the retirement speech that Tony Romo put, where he's in tears, Dak Prescott was still like, "Look, man, I, I this is not my team. This is not my team. This is still Tony Romo's team. I'm just doing my part to be that humble, to be that respectable, and and to be that young, fresh face that is kind of passing the torch on over to, and to do it in such a, a respectable and professional way." That's what I love about Dak Prescott and his mon- mental toughness to be in the spot with all this negativity is amazing to me. And, and I, I don't I, I don't think you can tell me that any other quarterback in the league has more mental toughness than Dak Prescott. Oh, 100 percent. I, I mean, yeah. not even close. It, it should not be that close. And, and, and so what I'm getting to is, is the fact that you're being so stingy about his contract. I, I don't I don't want to pay Dak 40 million dollars. But I'm kind of needing to because that's where everything is going. So why not be ahead of the curve until, what? let's say, next year? Let's say it gets even higher to where now he balled out in his franchise tag and he wants $45 million. He wants I mean, $43 million. It's, it's a fact. He's, it's a fact. If he doesn't get paid this year, you might as well just give him $40 million next year because yes. the base is going to be $38. Yeah. Why? why? I, I, don't, I don't understand why. Like we said the last time, it's not Jerry, it's mostly Steven. But still, why isn't it being pulled? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And and really, I it's not even about the money. It's not about the money right now. They gave him a five-year, $175 million extension with um, how much of it guaranteed? I think it was like $110 million guaranteed. Like around that. It was like just was over what Jared though. Goff did and Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. But the reason why they've been disputing it and the reason why it's been prolonged for this long is the length. Four, yeah. five years. You want him for an extra year? 
That's why you won't sign him? Well, guess what, motherfucker? The reason why you're in a tougher spot now is because of that. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to have to pay him probably another 10%, another 15% because you wanted him for one extra year. The dude wants to be a cowboy. Uh, you can't blame him. Four years for a guy like that. You've had him for four years on a rookie contract, and you've wasted four years of that contract because you were stingy about a coach. You were stingy about the coaching staff and not wanting to pay players, not wanting to take risk with players. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be in control. You wanted to be the face of the franchise rather than let them ball out. They balled out mm-hmm. without you. But in order to get over that hump, they need something else. They needed help. So you didn't want to be you want to be stingy for the last four years, and now you want to be stingy again. We're we're just repeating the same old routine. We're we're being psychopathic at this point. Well, I'll I'll even put it to you this way, just to make it a little better. We both here agree that Russell Wilson is better than Dak Prescott yes. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Okay. Now, how is it that everything you just said? applies to the Seahawks granted you could say their coaching staff has been obviously better than the Cowboys for about the past five to maybe even a decade because of the Legion of Boom Mm -hmm. but still point is if you look at the Seahawks roster versus the Cowboys roster the last three to four years it's a pretty good argument that the Cowboys roster has been more talented in general than the Seahawks roster on on paper On paper, on talent, yes. Now, how is it that the Seahawks have already gone through two contracts with Russell Wilson and you can't make one with Dak Prescott? And they it, have more success in the playoffs than you do. It, it, I, I don't get it. It, it, I don't get it. It blows my mind. Uh, just, dude, just watch. You know, I, I, I will put money down that next year Lamar gets paid and it's only his third season. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll put money. I'll put money down. Still just because for two years, where just because every, everything everything seems to work like that. Everything's to work that. Lamar's Lamar's probably gonna get paid next year. Deshaun for sure is gonna get paid like, next I, year. He going, he has he's going, to. He's going to New England. Well, uh, maybe he's maybe. Going to New I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't leave that past it. But still, Deshaun is getting paid next year. Lamar is getting paid next year. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get the point. And, and, and like you said, that's the perfect example. Now, because you were being stingy, because you didn't want to pay him for one more year, or you didn't want to give him the money for that, now you're going to have to pay an extra $40 million just because you were stingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get it. It's the I same scenario it. that happened last year. I don't you get it. You would have gotten him on a contract that was, what, 32 to $35 million base salary yeah. annual, like average. And they almost did it. They almost did it. Week one, ga- we were that having game that before- conversation. Yes, that game before the Giants. I think it was like Thursday where the report came out mm-hmm. that they were argu- that they were about to do it, and they didn't. Yeah. They didn't want to. And, and <sighs> that conversation was, is he the franchise guy? Is he worth it? Guess what? He was basically third or fourth, in my opinion, in the MVP race. He, w- he, was, he was technically fourth overall, wasn't he? Yeah. Because it mean, was, you're not going to give it to a running back, so why not? Yeah. Why put him in the conversation? It, it was Lamar, it was Patrick, and then it was Russell. Russell, and yeah, then I thought, Dak. I thought Russell should have won. And, and, and then I, it was like Dak or Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. well, Russell, sh- Russell should have like four already. It's a joke. Yeah. I've already, I've already said this before. I'm not going to get into it again. But, but yeah, it's I don't know, man. I don't understand the situation. There, there, 
the the length is obviously the big reason why we've already talked about this before. We're not gonna get into it again. But even even with the link, uh, the, the link, the length, pay him more than pay him more. If you want, pay him. If you want it for that long, pay him more. It's gonna work out in the end. I mean, it's been a consistent trend that he's gotten better every single year. I mean, that sophomore slump, like I said earlier, it's not really on him. But like you said, com- compared to like uh, compared to like Dak's sophomore slump to you know uh, to, you know uh, the quarterback I shall not name. I mean, there's no there's no argument. Like you you can't compare it. So you're not gonna have a franchise guy walk into your facility randomly and and just give you super bowls you you, you're not going to get that and and he's going to come in and say i only want 10 million dollars a year it's not going to happen it's It's never going to happen like you're not going to get a guy that's just going to be so giving and just and just so willing to give up a lot of money because like it's just not the patriots it's not the same organization like, you're the Cowboys. If you want to flaunt your money all you want, Jerry, then you better back it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought you were supposed to be the guy that, that takes those risks, that spends all the money, and you want the Cowboys to be on top, yet you don't want to pay the money for it, even though you're worth billions of dollars. Like, take the cap hit. You know, the, the thing about it as a fan is what what I wanted was just change. I wanted Jason Garrett to be gone. I didn't care who it was. You could have brought in Urban Meyer. You could have brought in Lincoln Riley, Mike McCarthy. You could have brought on the bum that's like like two blocks from my from my house. You, you could have put him as the head coach. I don't care as long as it's something different. As long as it's a change, mm-hmm. I I'm willing to fail if you if you're giving me something different. I'm tired of failing with Jason Garrett. If I fail with Mike McCarthy, I'm right there with Mike McCarthy because I believe in what he does. I believe in what he's bringing yeah. to the table. But I am tired of failing with Jerry Jones, who is just con- consistently just saying, I'm not willing to take that risk because I don't think it's the best interest of the team. How do you know what's yeah. best interest for the team when you've been the, the laughingstock of the NFL for, for 20 years, 25 years? I, I think I think it gets to a point where you see these other – you see 31 other – well, not 31 other teams because there are some teams that are stuck in their ways as well. But still, you, you get my point like the majority of the teams in the NFL, you see them trying different things. And granted, they fail, but at least they try. At least try. I mean, dude, look, I mean, I, I know I know, I'm putting examples that are way, way above the Cowboys, but just as an example, I mean, look at the Ravens, dude. The Ravens literally changed their offense for Lamar. Mm-hmm. Their whole entire offense for Lamar. And look how it worked out. MVP practically went to a Super Bowl. I mean, you know, that playoff thing, we talked about that a couple times already, that he has to fix it, and so do the Ravens. But it, it, but not, not, nevertheless, he w- the Ravens were the most electrifying team in the NFL, all because they were willing to change for their quarterback. I mean, <laughs> dude, the Browns, were a team that went what one and thirty-one in two seasons. They f- they switched to another head coach. In only two years, this has Jason Garrett was there for ten years yeah. of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Granted, the Freddie Kitchens experiment failed. We all know that. I mean, unfortunately, but but still, 
even after the Freddie Kitts experiment, they got out and went a new head coach. They fired John Dorsey. Well, I, I still don't agree with the John Dorsey firing. He talked about this. Yeah, he brought time. some good things to the table. Yeah, but 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 still, my point is that other teams are trying. Other teams are switching things up, but not the Cowboys. It's no. never the Cowboys. It's never the Cowboys. And I don't think it's ever going to happen until Jerry Jones just fully, fully steps down. Yeah, which will never happen. Which will never happen. And we never we never wish death upon anybody, so we're never going to talk about that. No, no, no. But, I'm not going to go that far. But, you know, it's like the, the, the point is made. The point has been made multiple times, even like on big time shows like ESPN and Fox, like – it's just not going to happen until he fully steps down, whatever way it happens. And I don't know. Am what? I down for another 20 years of mediocrity? Not really. But uh, do no. we have a, but do we have a choice? No, apparently not. No, apparently not care what the fans think. I, I mean, like he says, he's all about the fans. It's America's team when really like it's Jerry Jones's team. Like it's all, that's all it is. Like how long did it take for the amount of criticism and scrutiny that we put on Brett Maher to finally not get, you know, another kicker. And then immediately, as soon as we get another kicker, we're fine. Kai yeah. Forbath, legend. Love him to death. But it took, we, it took, what, 11 weeks in order to finally get into his head, oh, maybe we should get another kicker. Did We, we, we technically lost, like, two games because of him. Yeah, it, so was the, we, it was the Bears game and the Jets game. Yes, because he missed two field goals in the Jets game. Yeah. Yeah. Because they yeah. could have come back in that Jets game. And I was like, Brett, you better not miss this. I remember where I was. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, yeah. you you don't, you, oh, my God, don't get me started. Um, but when, when they look in the mirror, dude, when, when Jerry Jones looks in the mirror and he looks at the Dallas Cowboys, he sees the Patriots. He sees, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he thinks he, really he sees he does. a, he a really consistent does. football team with mm-hmm. a great coach. As long as it's stable, as long as they know your role, do your job. Like, don't, they, they just, they think they have every little piece, every little detail figured out. But guess what? It's, with the Patriots, it's Super Bowls. With the Cowboys, it's a Nate. So there's a glitch somewhere. There's, there's a little, little, look, little part of it that's not right. Jerry Jones is not wrong. The Cowboys are stable, like the Patriots. But not in a good way. But we're not, let's win the... Every single year, who's going to win the AFC? The Patriots. Well, I mean, the AFC East. Let me rephrase it. Who's going to win the AFC East? The Patriots. Who's going to win the NFC East? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles look pretty decent. We look decent. They all look good, but who's going to shit the bed? Yeah, the Giants, you know, they always look decent at the beginning, but then they shit the bed. And then the Redskins, I'm not going to say that name. Reds. Just call them the Reds. Reds. The Reds. Yeah, I'm not going to say that name. Uh, for obvious reasons, but they're, 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 they're an abomination, but maybe this year might change. Who knows? But in, in general, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's literally year after year. And I guess that what I'll leave this topic as what I'll leave this topic with is let's just hope Mike McCarthy can become the next Jimmy Johnson and challenge Jerry Jones. Cause it obviously oh, worked when Jimmy did it. Yeah. He got fired. He got fired like four years later, but still he won Super Bowls. So, I mean, uh, let's hope. Let's just hope. That's all we can do, is hope. But besides the Cowboys, this makes things very exciting for the rest of the league, because now that Patrick Mahomes has this money, 
it's going to be very exciting to see which quarterback thinks they're worth that much. Because you know I like to be very vocal about quarterbacks that don't deserve it. I would like to see. Let's let, let's let's take a look right now. Let's go down the list. Well, Lamar, L- Lamar, Deshaun, and Russell, and Russell, Russell are next up, including Dak. Mm-hmm. And Dak, they all deserve the good around thirty-five million dollar range. Yes. Now, um, after that, who who are we looking at? Uh, Jared Goff until he picks it back up. No. No, that no. that man's like basically what Blake Bortles became. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a Matt, lot of hype. He had a Matt good Ryan. Run. No. Matt Ryan's just a tough one, man. Like, no, he doesn't. you look at stats. Well, n- not in the money aspect. Like, he doesn't deserve $45 million. Like, no. Like, yeah. here, here's my reasoning. Is that no other quarterback other than Patrick Mahomes and close Russell Wilson. Are and close th- Lamar, if he keeps it up. I don't think so. I, I, okay. I don't think Lamar... It's the long-term portion of it to where if it's 10 years, 12 years, like that type of contract, I don't think we'll see that again. I don't because think we'll see style. that. Just because Patrick Mahomes is so young and they know exactly what they're getting out of him. If, but Lamar's 23. Yes, but do you know exactly what you're going to get out of Lamar Jackson right now? Like That's very true. Like, I love Lamar Jackson. Like I want to see Michael Vick reincarnated. That's what I'm seeing out of this guy. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be fascinated on how he does over the next five years. But like he still needs a lot of work with his arm. I do believe he has an arm. I just don't yes. know if he doesn't if he knows how to use it yet. Like I don't know how how uh, capable he is to like balance it out with his running ability because eventually that running ability is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Like it, it may be what a Michael Vick was like where he can still do it, but just not to the same extent of what he did in these past two seasons. Okay, so that, let me rephrase the question then because there's a lot of I guess in football terms middle-aged quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Let me rephrase it this way. Do you think that we will get a Kyler Murray? Do you think we will get a Joe Burrow if he succeeds? A Tua, a Justin Herbert, a Josh Allen, because out of the 2018 draft, he's the only one that's doing good right now in statistical terms. What a slow standard. Yeah. But that's my question. Who do you think is the next quarterback that could possibly reach? To get that? To get get Mahomes money? Well, because look at it, man. No no one freaking deserves it in reality. I mean, the quarterback market's inflated. No one deserves it in reality, but it's it's the reality. So I'm very curious to see in these next coming five to six years, who's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. In 10 years, it's not going to matter because everyone's going to get that money. Yeah. When you really true. think about it, like by then the the salary cap and, and the revenue brought in by the NFL is just going to be bonkers. Like it's just yeah. not even be close. But like if I were to say like it's sooner rather than later, it would have to be Russell Wilson. But it okay. won't it won't be it won't be a ten year contract because he's getting up there in age a little bit. It'll be like what a six year. It'll be a six year, year, and he's just making bank. I mean, yeah. like, he'll probably get most of that guaranteed for sure. More than likely, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll I agree be with that. it'll be an ex- like uh, kind of like an enhanced version of the Kirk Cousins deal. <laughs> Kirk where, like, Cousins, yeah, where it could either <laughs> oh, be God. fully guaranteed or it's going to be damn close because you know Russell Wilson's going to bring it. Eighty-four million dollars guaranteed, right away. Was it worth it? Yes or no? No. Okay, good. I, I mean, That's when good. it when it first came out, I was like, "This is probably not worth it," but at least it gets you a quarterback in Minnesota. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, they had a window. They had a window to win a Super Bowl. They did. They just fucked and it up. They missed it. Yeah. They missed it. That, that's on them. That's not on Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah. technically it can be, but I mean, you play in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, so it's it's just hard. I mean, when you play in a division that has Aaron Rodgers in it, you 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 can't expect to. I mean, they really had no other choice because who was on the market yeah. at that time? Like Blake Bortles? Fuck no. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. Man is. makes like way more than Dak is right now and yet he's like on a beach in Los Angeles like oh, he, yeah, huh? he hasn't done anything yeah, yeah, yeah. he's you didn't even know he was in the league yeah that's I how forgot, that's how I forgot like, I forgot he's a backup with the Rams right now he's a fucking magician he's just stealing money that's yeah. why the Rams don't have money is because it's all going to Blake Bortles imagine imagine well let's be real no one has ever done goofed at, well actually no that's a lie Tim Couch was really bad but still since Tim Couch, no one has ever done goofed as hard as the Texans had with Brock Osweiler. That, oh, that was, a, yeah, was bad. That was man. That man. Made you noise. you don't mention that around the Texans fans. I'm assuming because that was bad. And it's like you can't bring up anything with the Texans. Well, because because Bill O'Brien. Oh, that's yeah. why. It's like Bill a reoccurring Bill. theme of some sort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so uh, so Russell. Imagine trading away your the best receiver in the league. Couldn't be me, dude. Couldn't for a washed be, up running back and they couldn't be me. Throwaway pick. Yeah, but anyway, no, yes, I agree that Russell Wilson is probably going to be the next one, just because if anybody after Patrick Mahomes right now in the league deserves it, it is Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. because he basically, like I said, he is the Seahawks. You can't convince me wrong. If Russell Wilson was not the quarterback of the Seahawks, they would probably be a bottom tier team. They would. Uh, so I, I do see Russell Wilson getting it next. Um, after that, like we said, Dak Lamar. I think Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. Deshaun. 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 Deshaun is a better balanced quarterback than Lamar is. Lamar has yeah. more athletic ability. and He's, he's more just, electric. He's more electric if he can figure out the arm situation because they were one of the bottom teams in, in passing last year. But Deshaun is just like a safe consistency. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, that yeah. guy's durable. Yeah. My man got kicked in the eye and still threw a touchdown. Yeah, My lord, what a god! I yeah, wish I mean, he had that big injury, but I mean, he looks fine. He yeah. looks. He He's looked great ever since ever. then. I mean, yeah, just a natural-born I mean, leader too. You know, maybe once his joke of a head coach uh, leaves, maybe they'll maybe they'll ascend even more than they are. Don't even wait for that. Just leave. Oh please! Just Can you imagine? Can you imagine so, that? Great. Like if he if he goes New England, if he goes to where else could he go that's like a really good place i i got i got a i got a hypothetical for you big oh. big ben retires and he goes to steelers Ooh. what do you think about that one what do you think about that one give me your thoughts i don't know if he'd win super bowls but it'd be fun to watch yeah i could see that well i mean mike tomlin would love to have him oh mike tomlin love to have him the, the most underrated head coach for the past 10 years yeah i agree Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, Mike Tom, like you, you can put him on the hot seat a few times, but you're like, at the end of the day, he's he's right for the Steelers. Mike Mike Tomlin has a track record of being able to literally do something with nothing, and I find that remarkable. I find that remarkable. Yeah, last year was a good example of it too. They were dead to rights. Like yeah, and they almost made the playoffs. He somehow got them to the brink of the playoffs. I mean, yeah. cre- incredible, incredible head coach. I wish yes. he was ours, to be honest with you. Oh, but, he'd be great. 
He'd be great. A, he would be. a swagger, like, physical football team. Oh, yeah. With this 100%. talent? Oof. Mm-hmm. Mike oh, Tomlin. Oh, my God. Imagine him, like, running an offense with Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What he can do with Zeke? Mm-hmm. Oh. A head coach that actually believed in running? Wow. Crazy. Well, Crazy. Yeah. Oh well. Oh man, how long have we been going for, man? <laughs> we we I think we got through like all the topics we need to talk to, and then we just started fantasizing about what we could be. I think that's what always happens. Yeah. We're, uh, we're we're an hour and five minutes in. Well, that, I mean, that is, felt is like there... longer to be honest. Yeah. Is there anything else that we need to bring up besides the? Besides you know what the I did see, and I, I would like to end on a really good note. Okay. Is Don Terry Poe came out yesterday? And kind of I saw that. called out yes. Jerry Jones, which yes. I think is amazing. Is. Well, Jared McCoy did too last week, didn't he? Jared McCoy called him out, Don Terry Poe as well, and mm-hmm. basically them saying, like, look, you don't have to be in the forefront of, of change. You don't have to come out and say, look, I'm all behind my players, Black Lives Matter, woohoo, the, all sh- the, the whole spiel. It's very important. I get that. I'm just kind of paraphrasing for now. Mm-hmm. But yep. what they have a problem with is that they just feel like he's being very – you know, cautious and just overprotective of what he says that he's not saying anything at all. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened the first time this whole thing went down. Yes. Like two years ago. Like w- when the, the kneeling during the national anthem came out and that week against the Arizona Cardinals, when he said, we are not going to kneel. We are not going to kneel. Everybody who is on my team, if you kneel, you may not have a job or I will get you out of the Cowboys, which yeah in my opinion, is the whole reason why this this has to happen, is that when you have a majority of your players from, from a black community and they're wanting change and an old white guy that, you know, pays them and is in charge of them, has power over them, says, you if you do this, you will not have a job, you will not get your money. Even though it has nothing to do with your playing ability, which... At the end of the day, football is about your playing ability. Mm-hmm. Like that that's that's how it should be at the end of the day. But when you Always. say you cannot have a voice, you cannot say what you want to say because you're on my team, that's a very, very skeptical like mentality to have in, in today's society. Yeah, I agree. So uh, for Don Terry Poe and Gerald McCoy, Gerald McCoy has done phenomenal things ever since he joined the Cowboys. He has not stepped one foot on a football field, and yet he has done a lot. For that community and he's done a lot for this team Gerald mccoy is a reign of sunshine i love he him. is he's, he's such a nice personality man like that's the type of guy that you don't even have a beer with i'm gonna get you like some like some like orange juice or some some water you know like, you just don't want to hurt the guy <laughs> yeah. at all you, yeah you, you just feel I, I like that he's that, that type of guy you know like i, I just I, I would love to have a conversation with him because he's just he's just a very positive mindset type of guy yeah. And he's very open about a lot of things because he's seen a lot of things. And for Don Terry Poe to do that as well, who's been in the league for a very long time, has been with really great organizations. Mm-hmm. And for him to say, like, look, he didn't say it aggressively. He didn't call him out. He said, look. It was, no, it was it was a very straightforward yeah. uh, statement. There's nothing it's, wrong it's with it. It's kind of concerning how you get, like, our owners, our team, you know, boss is not behind us. Like, he should believe in us. Like, this is a right thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't just, like, back away, especially when you have that type of platform. You own a, an organization that is worth over $5 billion. Yeah. And you, you have done nothing 
to to support us as a community Th that kind of questioning is the r professional way of doing it being very grateful for the situation you're in to have that voice as a player but to also hold accountability to a team that's not happening in Washington that's not happening in other you know teams around the league for the Cowboys to have that voice and that platform to where the Cowboys are talked about every single day and to call out in a sense your owner it's it's a it's a beautiful thing that I'm seeing for guys that have been on the team for what a a, a month two months yeah like four months now yeah I, I, I guess the the main point that he's just trying to say is that the silence is deafening yes and uh, do I think it's do I think something's gonna happen maybe will it be to the magnitude that these players want no. Um, if he didn't do it four years ago, why is he going to do it now? You know? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I hope something happens. I really hope it does because, you know, like you said, like, say what you want. The Cowboys are the face of the NFL. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you, when you think of the NFL, you think of the Cowboys, you think of the Patriots, you think of, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you think of Tom Brady, you know? So if the face of the NFL were to say something, regarding this movement who if you if the cowboys say something why would the rest of the nfl not say anything yeah you know uh so i get your point i agree and like i said i'm not trying to be pessimistic but do i think it'll happen i'm just gonna leave it as a maybe because if it didn't happen four years ago how, why is it gonna happen now you just want answers as a player especially for that organization um especially after that week where they said or where jerry said you're not going to kneel we're, we're not going to do anything we're going to respect the flag which in that point he he basically said he doesn't know anything about the movement or about the reason why they're doing it and mm -hmm. even people now even players now owners coaches they don't know exactly why the kneeling is important that's that's a very ignorant way of looking at it but what if i'm getting at is that in that week when Jerry said you're not going to kneel, and then and on that Monday night when the national anthem happened, he kneeled with the players. Yeah, which is stupid. I mean, it's hypocritical. If uh, if Drew Brees can come out and publicly mess up, apologize, and then regain the support from his own teammates, I think anything is possible. But then again, it's Jerry. Well, it is Jerry Jones, yes. but Drew Brees is the face of New Orleans. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, huge magnitude difference. I get it, but still, I mean, if that can happen, it's the same. It's the same happen. thing as like the Cowboys like adapting and, and changing their their ways in order for the betterment of the of the team. It's yeah. like if if Jerry Jones should stay silent, then there's nothing to be done. We all know what he feels about this, and that's wrong. Like that is absolutely wrong. No matter who you are, like, it's not picking a side it's just acknowledging that this yeah. is happening which is the good thing like get so get get the recognition that it deserves and and if he comes out and says like the same thing that drew Brees does then we have something to go with and he'll get scrutiny and criticism and by then hopefully he realizes what this is all about that's yeah. what's important he needs to yeah. realize what this is all about it's not about kneeling it's not about the flag it's about change. It's about a movement. Yeah. 
And I, so, I feel like that's what they're asking for. They just whines like recognition and acknowledgement that this is a big thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope it happens. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So this is going to do it for episode 147 of the Bubble at Sports Podcast. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us once again. Thank you for inviting very me good, once uh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Always. A very good conversation on many topics today. I think this was like one of our best ones for sure. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. really was. So uh, thank you for all the support and, um, you know, everything that we've done for the Bubble at Sports podcast. Remember to subscribe on YouTube. We're on 79 subscribers. Yada, yada, yada. On the road to 100. Please subscribe if you haven't. And, you know, share with your friends, family. Um, do I mean, like, our, the, like, some of the videos are popping off. Like, Oh, yeah. You- I, I noticed. Yeah. I think we're close to 90 views on one of the videos. And then the one we did with Eddie is is one of the highest right now as well. That was fun. That one was really that fun. That one was really fun. Yeah. Um, so uh, hopefully some, some more to come definitely uh, in, in the uh, next coming weeks with everything coming back. It'll be a lot easier to talk about a lot of other things. And hey, it, hey, if, hey, if, if someone gets paid $500 million, then definitely we're going to talk about it some more. Hey, listen, man. I know you don't watch baseball a lot, but baseball's coming back. You know, I'm a baseball boy. Mm, it's up to you, though. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah, playoff time, maybe. Well, playoff time's like in a month because of all this, so not that bad. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes or uh, the Spotify, make sure to follow the podcast on those platforms. And uh, keep track uh, of all the videos and all the podcasts we're going to do later on this week. Uh, another upload with Kevin, probably the next day after this one comes out. So the next episode, but it's going to be a yes. nice little, you know, fun little game we're going to play. So keep that in mind. Make sure to keep track of the YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time on the Bubble Up Sports Podcast. Yeah, hold on. Tell me who's your top five quarterbacks right now, dead or alive, huh? And how much do you care about a ring? If the best player got carried by the team, mm. now would you lose?